Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to this special Tuesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is June 8th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. I'm just, I'm, I'm watching as a, you know, a, a true performance and parenting is happening before my eyes with the kids out on the slip and slide, yelling out the window, you know, looking <laughs> out the window. driving me crazy just, right now. Just, like, so you know. The it, slip it, and slide. The water's just spraying everywhere, flooding the yard. No one's used it in 10 minutes. I'm shouting out the window. Where is everybody? Flooding the yard for no reason while, while nobody even uses it. I can't even see them out the yard. Yeah, I'm getting bothered here as we try to record this. Um, this is a spe- special uh, sectional. I guess now it's known as final qualifying. Uh, brought final to you by. Qualifying. We're going to do a separate normal Wednesday show later. Talk about all this PGL talk about this palmetto championship where the uh the field is decidedly not merit mer- not a meritocracy like the uh qualifying not at all yeah. you got mark hensby coming in the back door a lot a lot of things going on there maybe the pancake maybe the filet so we'll do the usual wednesday show a little later this is uh gonna be a quick wrap sort of on uh sectional qualifying final qualifying is brought to you by the u.s open victory club they've returned as a supporter of the fried egg and the shotgun start it's the official fan club of the u.s open um you get early ac- access are you a fan to- are you a fan of the u.s open yeah i'm a fan of the national you- championship you think you should so, join usually- the fan club right yeah provide i did join the fan club and i got early access to ticket offers for the u.s women's open which i got from my cousin and they were sold out quickly and he had a day he sent me pictures on saturday uh, before Lexi kind of tanked it. He got to see Lexi, the, the good Lexi, I suppose, with his daughter. Um, you have early access to tickets. You get limited edition merchandise. You get upgraded experiences and prizes with the Victory Club contests and sweepstakes. You may have some sort of uh, access to different U.S. Open venues down the line. Uh, it costs $0 to join. It's easy. It's quick. Uh, it paid off for me in terms of being able to get those tickets before they sold out. So join the Victory Club today. Uh, all right, let's do sectional qualifying. We have some breaking right. news, actually. I, I, I don't know if it's breaking. Let's I just haven't seen this. it. Seen it yeah, anywhere else. I haven't else. seen it anywhere. This, this is U.S. Scoop. Open at Torrey Pines may be played under protest. There may be an asterisk next to the, whoever wins this because the field may be missing a key player based on some sort of... Somebody that received received a special exemption into the PGA. A key player that received a special exemption into the PGA. A ticky-tack indiscriminate ruling. A player will not be there. Special exemption. You may think we're going one way. We're not going that way. We're going with John Catlin out in uh, Washington at the... uh, What's it called? Richland, the Meadow Washington, Springs Country Meadow Club. Springs, Meadow Springs Country Club. John Catlin, second alternate, should be one of two that got in. Uh, allegedly. Of, allegedly. 
Allegedly. So Catlin got hit with a three-stroke slow play penalty. Three strokes added to his card. He told me. We talked Pops. to him. We started Pops. getting word of this uh, from people out at this this qualifier. We had Andrew Van Lasso, who's a listener who played, played well. Uh, didn't get through, though. Talked about how the Washington State Golf Association or Washington, whatever it's called, was on it. Uh, and then a member at Meadow Springs sent us this. Catlin got dinged three shots for missing three checkpoints. It's the difference between him being second alternate and being clear in the field with Joe Highsmith and Steve Allen. Talk about slow play. Highsmith, I'm curious to see if his Pepperdine coach goes with them to... Uh, to Slow things uh, down a Tory, little bit. Tory Pines, because that Highsmith is the one he walked with. That past Tiempo and Greyhawk, final round, just slowing things down. Highsmith must have not had it. So he got through clear... At six under. Catlin would have been five under without the three-stroke penalty. Steve Allen's Catlin, in then because of that. Steve Allen, the what is he, like 47 years old? Older mm-hmm. gentleman hasn't played in the U.S. Open in like a decade. Um, Double first name guy. That's true. So I talked to Catlin a little bit, exchanged messages. He says we were all, everyone in the group was assessed a three-stroke penalty. Not one specific person, everybody. He says one guy he played with shot in 85. Doesn't sound like that'd be a quick uh, player. Who knows? Maybe takes a while. A lot of shots in there. Another guy, <clears throat> or, or John that probably himself. Probably is Dan, Dan, Daniel Kim. Okay. Dan, his, or I'm sorry, Catlin, I believe himself, or someone in his group, they had a 15-minute ruling. He had to wait 15 minutes to get a ruling on one. before This was before they got dinged, and they missed their three checkpoints. So... I don't know. It, it it sounds indiscriminate. I guess other people were hollering about it on the grounds, like just saying, like, it's kind of ridiculous that you just stain the whole group. You give everybody three shots. They said he added it to his fourth hole and his ninth hole. So he's out. He's a second alternate out of Washington. The way they he, uh, the way they allow alternates in is kind of this great mystery, right? It's always it's been murky. the source of intrigue. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe he gets in, but I'd say a second one out of Washington, a very, very small, I think the smallest qualifier uh, might not be looking good. But that's it. He could be in. Slow play penalty. The difference, he goes, he said it cost he got him. Popped, he got popped at the PGA. That's true. So he probably like doesn't want this trail in him, right? Maybe why we haven't heard much about it, because he got one at the PGA. Now he got makes one. You think about, makes you think of the soft European uh, writers. They're letting this guy be a star oh, on the on. European tour without, you know, they're always if on Americans s- about the slow play. And, you know, they, they might have a, a wolf uh, hiding in sheep's, sheep's clothing here. He's, come on. If you're slow on the European tour, there's there's not many places to hide. They usually out you or pop you or, you know, shame just, you. Over I'm there. seeing a trail, a trail of uh, no. trends. You know, this is, uh, oh. and it sounds like he also took an unfair, he took an unfair pop at PGA. Everybody was five and a half hours there. I don't know. It just, it's interesting. Lots of Three excuses. Shot difference. Guy's been winning on the European tour. He's a top 100 player close to it. Could win the U S open. He's not even in, not even in because of this just indiscriminate three shot penalty. They gave to the entire group. Uh, another, Source on the ground said Scott Johnson, who's a member there, played at ASU on their national championship, was like, was worked up hearing the ruling. It's like, how do you just do it to the whole group? It's kind of insane. So, uh, but you know what's interesting was... about that? Scott Johnson what? worked up about a slow play penalty. Do you know the last person that was all worked up about a slow play penalty? 
Who? Johnson Wagner. Oh, with uh, Hideki? At Muirfield, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's something yeah. with the name Johnson and getting worked up about slow play penalties. Yeah. So that's a, that's a little breaking news that we got out of, that applies to our sectional qualifier show. Where do you want to go to next? Joe Highsmith, Steve Allen, your two qualifiers from Richland Meadow Springs. If somebody aggregates this up, cite the sources. I don't know that anybody. Maybe I'll aggregate it for Golf Digest and cite the source. The award-winning, excellent podcast known as the Shotgun Start. Talking to you, um, golf.com. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Um, Next, I want to go with Ricky real quick. Oh, he's not a in. Little Ricky, Ricky Love Fest. Good. Got to come on, come on here and heap praises for for Ricky. You know, being just a I good guy. I haven't even started talking yet. I haven't. Even started I know where talking you're going. Yet. I know where you're going already. I, well, I tweeted about it. Look, <laughs> the issue with the whole PGA so, thing. So Ricky, was he, Ricky misses the playoff by one shot. Gets it a 12 for one for second alternate, I believe. I think it was 12 for one with a group that included Keegan, Keegan Bradley, Jason Duffner, Hagee. They are major Stanley, championship winners. Ricky is Harrington. Not. Keegan, yeah. So it's Patrick, Patty, Blake, so, Blake Olson. The problem with Ricky with the PGA was like he wasn't trying, right? He wasn't playing. He, he was very sparing starts in the lead up to the PGA where he could have played his way into the top 100 and gotten like more kind of deserved and honorable exemption, like the right way. So that was our issue here. He's at least trying maybe because he doesn't know the, the USO USGA sends out life rafts like that. Maybe he just knows this is how he's got to do it. He can't, are you eating more Ghirardelli? What's your problem? This is too, you're just gobbling down chocolate. <laughs> I'm sitting Every right podcast. next to it. Now you can't talk. Your mush mouth over there. You, can't you were telling talk. a story. I had a nice break section second to, to have a bite of chocolate. Just have to have chocolate. Sit, you can't resist. I'm sitting right next to it. I'm going to move it, all right? I'm moving all right, the all right. Well, anyways, it's so gone. He, it's out of here. I, what I admire about this was he played the sectional in stark contrast to Jason Day, another millionaire who, you know, I guess maybe his back hurts. Maybe he had net jets. Maybe he just didn't want to do it. He plays, plays overnight, has to wait, you know, goes out, doesn't do well as whatever the first one, uh, the first round. Starts, catches fire a little bit in the second round. The Lakes course, which a friend of mine says is sort of characterized it. He said he played it last year. He goes, it's a bit of Florida golf that somehow found its way to central Ohio. So um, I make of that what you will. Uh, hey, can so I ask he, you a question real quick? Yeah. About the second day, you know how this, this, I've, this had a qualifier or this qualifier had a big rain, rain delay. So it's like mid swing second day. Yeah. How mad do you think Dylan Fertelli was that he had to fork over more hotel. money for a second hotel? Well, did he? Do we know for a fact that he did? He was in the house, but it was very unclear whether he was in or whether he was out. Uh, yeah. He's probably bothered by that. Super bothered, you know? There's only the points and everything and the free bagels or, you know, pastries in the morning can only get you so far with Dylan. He probably was not happy about that. So anyways, I, I just thought it was admirable that Ricky played for a second alternate 
12 for one. It's not like, you know, it's not the biggest thing in the world. It's not like he's, he's, you know, well, second something. alternate probably gets in probably from Columbus from that one. But, uh, I don't know. And then, then the guy holds out with the Ben Taylor holds out and, uh, he's talking to him and encouraging him and about, you know, how you probably could get off the alternate list. Anyways, just thought it was, it was encouraging to see Ricky do that. It was different Listen, from the PGA situation. Nobody, in my nobody's ever been like Ricky seems like the nicest, most encouraging guy in the world. I don't think that's ever been thrown yeah. into question. Yeah. Yep. So he's out. He's missing his second major of the year. He had played in every major, I think, from 2010 St. Andrews through Should this be third, year's Masters. Third major in a row. <laughs> Should be third. So he and Catlin are out. One by slow play, three shot penalty, and the other. How about by Shaggy Kang getting in? Talking. Speaking of a bad guy getting in. Should we just go through Brookside and the Lakes, the Columbus? We the might as well talk in? about. Yeah, I mean, you got Ches Reeve just going off twelve under. You know, he's. I feel gonna, like he always just dominates these qualifiers. He's gonna go to Torrey Pines, play station to station baseball. Just a little, like a hybrid and a four iron. You know, he's just going to play. You know, he's not going to try to go deep. You know, he's going to do that 206 off the tee, then another long iron. So That's what he's going to do. I can't wait if, to see him. If Cooch and uh, Leash are, are batting around contact hitters, take it the other way, use all the parts of the ballpark, I think it's fair to say Chez is, Chez is your slap hitter. Great yeah. at bunting, great at moving, moving runners along. You know, like just uh, one base at a time. That, that does everything. Utility player. I mean, comes in, steals in some bases late in the game. In practice, the Pebble Beach is just feastable f- par five. He's just hitting them two oh eight out there. While all these other guys are just, you know, trying to get to like six irons into the green. So. All right, he goes 12 under to match medalists or whatever they call it for lo- low round, low score with Eric Van get, Royen. Who's we kept Van Royen ready for some, some more, more major property. rage. Ready to go destroy some more property. Wyndham rewards Clark, JT Poston, Martin Laird, Rafa Cabrera Bayo, Dylan Fratelli, Brendan Steele, Sun Kane, Adam Hadwin, Charles Schwartzel, Michael Johnson. Congrats Peter to Michael Malnati. Johnson. He was like a, a stud in, in college who's just not, not had things work out well in yep. professional golf. So maybe this can be a little bit of a, a jump start for the guy. I would say of all the people on this list, he's the one that's not like kind of a, a tour pro that's stuck. Or Pearson Cootie, who has the makings of that. So Peter I Malnati, got another question. Peppy Peter, you, Tom Hoagie, if, John Vegas. If you're an amateur who gets through locals... You know, the way this process works is you, you get to, like, prioritize sites, right? I get through locals, then I get to prioritize, like, one, two, three, my, my sectional next site, right? If you're an amateur that prioritizes in any way Columbus, you're a complete moron. Yeah. Like, I know it's cool to go play with, with tour pros, but you're idiotic. Like, what are, yeah. what are you doing? You're going... You're going into like the the belly of the beast here. I think that this this site, you know, it gets what 15, 16, 17 spots. 
Yeah, it gets a lot. I, I think 16. I think it should get 20. But you got to shoot two 60s, two mid-60s rounds, right? I mean, this is what it was, got- this is it's a nuts sight. The quality yeah. of, of player. I mean, like you got Aaron Wise, Andres Gonzalez, like right in the middle of this field. Like, oh, Kent Monas, former uh, steam shovel champion. Gross champion, really? Kent Monas. At Cleveland boy was in this. Kent's a moron. You're a moron, Kent. What are you doing? And I know it's close to home, but, you know, pay the 300 bucks for a Southwest flight somewhere. The flying bus. Uh, a lot of people do go to the Springfield, or, you know, just kind of drive yeah, the extra hour to Springfield. or so. From, yeah, yeah, go to Springfield. I mean, you don't get a lot. There's not as many spots, but again, that like this second alternate spot had three major winners: Duffner, <laughs> Keegan, Patty, Ricky. Like, just load it just for the uh, second alternate spot. So, um, that's your Columbus. Hey, I mean, like here are the here are the WDs. Here are the guys that just WD'd. Well, right? I want to talk about this. James okay. James Hein Han, tour player, tour winner. Tyler McCubber, tour player. Derek Lamley, tour tour player. Tringali. Tour player, Streb, Alex Scott, uh, J.B. Holmes. I don't know who Alex Scott is. Tour player, Swafford, boy from Bratislava, Adam Long, Kevin Tway. Yeah. You know, it's just ridiculous. Christopher, hey, so that, Badly. I mean, it's that just That brings nuts. me to a, Higgs, another point. Redmond, Neesmith. We're just reading off names. How Tong Lee. I'm just pointing out. You get you should go to this place if you're an amateur. That's, that's bad strategy, bad bad decision making. If you WD, should there be some sort of penalty? I think ten year probation. What? Ten year probation. You no. WD. Why would you stick around for another day? If like if, if there's a rain delay, you're, you play, you have no no hope. Why would you? Make somebody stick around to play nine more holes. I just think it's dishonorable to, to run away. Don't you think? I don't, I don't think it's... What, it's what's just, dishonorable about it? If you sign up, you got to see it through. And I, my, right. my kind of North Star for this is, I guess, Ted Potter Jr. shot like a 79 and stuck a, a gutted it out, kept play, played all the way through at his sectional. TPJ, the wizard, honorable company. Wouldn't maybe give was, up. Didn't maybe he's working on something. Do you think he was working on a swing? A little a lefty. Move? Yeah, a little he's lefty working scoop on a move. Of some sort. Yeah, yeah, that could be. He's figuring it out at sectional. I don't even see um, where he is. I don't think it was in this one. It was at Florida mm-hmm. or something like that. So maybe Lawn Cove so. or Bears Club. Um, all right, so that's Brookside. Oh, you know who else WD? Our good friend Roger Sloan. We had reports on the ground from uh, from Rockville, Woodmont. I guess he just bladed a chip, just bladed a chip or bladed something out of the bunker or a chip right like thirty yards over the green. Walked behind it, picked it up, and walked off like the eleventh hole. Just was was his wife right off there? The course. That's the thing. Maybe his wife wasn't there. He was pissed off about that. If his um, wife was there, at least he could enjoy a nice walk in with her. So, yeah, Roger Sloan, another one that WD, just straight off the course, though. Just picked up and left after a bladed ball. Um, should we go to the, the Bears Club? Jupiter, Florida, qualifiers there. Patrick Rogers, a- Andrew Kozan, an, a- an amateur. Uh, Auburn guy. Fabian Gomez. 
a former FedEx Cup number one, I think, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he won the Sony. Yeah, he was big pig there early in the year. Luis Gagne, who I think has done this before, kid from LSU, LSU, yeah. Thomas Aiken and Brandon Grace. Uh, Grace, like, he's got, like, a few, at least two or three top tens at the U.S. Open. He's been playing playing well right now. Yeah. 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 So... Uh, and uh, alternates there are Brett Stegmeyer, Jonas Blixt, and Alex. Fink. I think I think Brett Stegmeyer was like the uh, he played more events in a year than anybody ever like ever has. I think he played like forty events in a year. I thought that was yeah, you, maybe it was. That might be Stegmeyer. You might be right. He's just right. a machine. He he gets on tour and he knows knows he's a volume guy, volume shooter. <laughs> Give myself the most opportunities here to have enough T32s to to keep my card. <laughs> uh, Aiken's a great story. Ryan Lavner tweeted about that. Like been through hell the last couple of year, or last year plus, right? Uh, wife had some complications during the birth of one of their children. Hurricane Dorian wiped out their house. Obviously, COVID hit. He hadn't had a lot of playing opportunities. So good to see Aiken getting a major championship start. Yeah, congrats uh, to uh, Patrick Rogers too. I'm I'm hoping. Yeah. I feel like Probably he's a, a thoughtful there, guy. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like he needs. A, you know, he, obviously, I think it's been a little bit of a disappointment given the expectations everybody had for him uh, coming out of Stanford. Hopefully, we get a breakthrough from him one of these days. Yep. Let's go back to Ohio Springfield. Carson Shockey, Shackey, Shock, uh, out of Iowa. Shack. Shakay. What about Shakay? We could go with that. Shake? What about shake? Wouldn't it be that with the double A? It's S- for those that are listening, obviously can't see the name. It's S C H A A K E. It kind I think shake. Shake. There's yeah. a guy from uh from Rolling Hills that got in called Roy Cooties. Well, it's just an all time name. Roy, you're starting with some power there. Not a lot of Roy's left Imagine anymore being out there. A kid. With the name Roy Cooties played at Pepperdine, I saw. So he and Justin Sugg got in out of Rolling Hills this morning, which somehow didn't finish. I don't know why why that didn't finish last night. But uh, back to uh, yeah, Springfield, Shake, Robbie Shelton, Bo Hogue, Brian Stewart gets in. I think I saw you every year qualified six times, four in a row at Springfield. Four in a row at Springfield. It's I usually him and Hardy. Total. Hardy missed this year by one, but it's usually just him and Hardy. Hardy gets out of there every year, too. Really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Stuart, I saw his, uh, I think, uh, case of the Monday Monday qualifier. Ryan French was out there. Big ups to him. Got on TV. Golf Channel. He was like correspondent. Look, he did great, too. Case of the Monday Q. Stewart's caddy, so the undershirt boy, undershirt man, his caddy had on a server's like apron as opposed to a caddy bib, Love like it. just on his belt, like where you put your like notepad and I don't know whatever else, extra silver or, or napkins. It just looked ridiculous, but amazing. What if we What if there. we went to that with uh, went to that for caddy uniforms instead of the bib? Give these guys a little bit more flexibility. Yeah, they they yeah. could develop their own brand. You know, they could sell big ads on the back of their shirts. 
Maybe not as hot, too. You don't have another layer. Yeah. Kind of, right? That's what I'm thinking. Huh. Interesting. Uh, that was just amusing. It's kind of uh, inventive. Troy Merritt, Dylan Meyer, and Sahith Thagala uh, are, your, are your qualifiers. Alternates are David Gazzolo and Ryan Brem. Uh, this I think is going to be the most... Dylan, My- Dylan Meyer was low-am uh, at Shinnecock. I don't know if he was still an am. It might have been his professional debut. I can't remember exactly, but he finished, I think, t- top 20 at, uh, at Shinnecock. Okay. Right. I think he came out of Springfield that year, too. Springfield's a U of I breeding ground there. That's, that's where all the U of I golfers get out. Are you saying that based on just Meyer and Hardy? Or are there no, other evidence? Or, other okay. ones, too. Uh, I think Brian Campbell got out there one year. Um, played okay. well. It may have been Chambers. I think. Uh, okay. I feel like Stricker's gotten out of there before. I'm, I'm not positive. I think okay. one year, like three of them got out of there. Okay. This is like a really, really. This is the most old man thing I've ever said. But I watched a couple interviews with Tagala. He's just a. He looks like a fine young man. Just to like really, really like seems impressive. Has his act together. Just. I've never really dove much into him. I know he's obviously swept the college awards. He's a stud, all that. Uh, played at Aaron Hills already as a qualifier when he was much younger. But uh, he really just seems to have it together. It was an impressive young also, man, I would say. Think about, um, think about the intro to, col- uh, to professional golf that he's gotten, right? Like, talk about the, just the shittiest time yeah. to turn pro. Like, he... He graduates college. They have the best team in the country. Doesn't like clear in a way best team in the country. Doesn't get to play NCAA finals. Turns right. pro. Has nowhere to play because no none of these tours is, are accepting new members. You know, so he's reliant on sponsors exemptions and playing well. And there's no Q school to play get on the tour because there's this double season. And like, good for him. Like. It's got to be just such a weird experience because his his professional career has essentially been delayed for, you know, a year. It suck. Yeah. It and must missed suck. A national championship. Yeah, and in, miss, in yeah, college. and miss probably like a, a, you know, heavy favorite national championship, which is why he was there. You know. Yep. Uh, jumping down to Piedmont Driving Club in Atlanta. Well, we got to you know Michael Fiegels almost got I'm in t- too. I almost said that, and then I figured you would yeah, get get the, get us there anyways by yourself. All right, Piedmont, Davis Shore, Hayden Buckley, Grayson Sig, Spencer Ralston, Amateur, and Rick Lamb. Uh, some Alabama, it's a lot of Southern, Grayson Sig, UGA. Hey, you know, are you, are you surprised that uh, two guys that have lit up the Corn Ferry Tour, Hayden Buckley and, uh, and Grayson Sig, are get, getting in? Like two guys that probably should be on the PGA Tour. Is there a uh, an event opposite Tory oh, Pines this year? Is, do we have hey, the Will, uh, is, Will, is there an Jack event McGuire? Opposite? Is there a Corn Ferry Tour event opposite the uh, Tory Pines? Jack McGuire Corollary. Tory. Do we yeah. have it? There's got to be. I don't know. I think the next week. Seg? Oh, I guess the next week off for the LPGA is July fourth. Um, okay. Week. Okay. Um, for the Corn Ferry or the LPGA. What's the LPGA uh, have to do with this? There is one. There is one. Oh, no. The Wichita. Oh, I think that's what it was last time. This is How such about? bullshit. All right. I'm going to so go on Sig, this rant. 
So pushing the corn fairy tour. This is an utter embarrassment. You're making us. They're making us members choose between playing in their national championship. Many of them, their national championship, one of the great open championships in the world, or or a week that could lend them massive success of reaching their end goal as a you know PGA Tour player. And this is a bullshit thing to do. They do it regularly. This is you know you they get- have after a couple of years off, and you get say you could finish uh, six. In the U.S. Open, you get zero points to contribute to your Corn Ferry Tour status, and there will be 13, 15 players in it. But, like, the other thing is, like, lots of lots of Corn Ferry Tour players don't even try and play because they, they just are like, you know what? It's, it's stu- it, it, it wouldn't be – it's detrimental because I miss a week on the Corn Ferry Tour, and then I, it's also detrimental to go play 36 holes on a Monday before an event. Or after an event, like it's just not a good situation for them to play well in it for two weeks or like, you know, and and see, this is just it's just shitty. Like the tour needs to do better. This shouldn't be an issue. They have a lot of off weeks and this shouldn't be an on week. They when it when a sponsor when they say this week is unavailable, this week is unavailable for a championship. This is the U.S. Open. We want our players to go play on the biggest stages and get the most name recognizable. Like, if you contend, people, like the common golf fans, like, oh, you know, like, none look no further than Will Zalatoris, right? At, right. at at the U.S. Open last year. Like, this launched him into a new stratosphere. But a lot of the best players won't even try because it's detrimental to their corn fairy. Like, Steven Yeager, should he play in the U.S. Open or go try and win his third uh, corn fairy tour event? Battlefield promotion. Or, or the guys that are bubbles. I mean, like... Yeah. You talked about the thirty-six hole thing. That's a that's another under kind of underplayed part of this because Andy Pope, uh, the world's greatest golden tee player, came into the studio after qualifying at the the New York one, the Met one, and it came into the Golf Channel studio. And Damon was like, "All right, so you're just taking a week off. You're ready for uh, just get ready for Tory. Relax after the, you know, take a breather." He's like, "No, I'm going to Greenville. Like that's one of our like favorite events. It's great. We're gonna go down there tonight. He's in New York at the time. It just played 36 holes. Like that's a primo event that they got to play. So there's like they're kind of getting hit on the front end, which." I mean, it's a little easier, I get, because it's not a one-to-one overlap. It's just the 36 holes that's taking something out of them before an event. Whereas with the U.S. Open, these guys really have to decide, like, do I go? Maybe I make, like, 80 grand. Maybe I make a six-figure check if I can really pull it. I finish, you know, I, I get inside the top 20 or something like that. Or do I just try to accrue more points at the Corn Ferry Tour when this would typically be really crunch time, getting down to sort of Corn Ferry Tour finals, like, when you need those points. But... Like you said, all these guys are talented enough to be qualifying, right? They're all yes. A lot of them are well, flying this by. Is, this is the thing: is that it's like the greatest thing in the world, and we did, we maybe should have talked about this. The, the The idea that anybody can play is an amazing, amazing thing. But in a way, one of the alleged partners, you know, the five families that are supposed to work together, is is in a way sabotaging the u.s open qualifying by doing this they, these are the these are the best you know candidates for qualifying that aren't being yeah. allowed to play like and this could make a make or break careers and then the the fact that the points don't matter is absolutely 
insane. Yeah. They should figure like, out some sort of point system where that goes. I've been thinking finish. about this a lot. I I was thinking, it, what if uh, what if PGA Tour points were worth three times that of Corn Ferry points? Would that be like a, a an equitable? Three like seems then, too much. I don't know. Maybe two not. and a half. Something and then like what's that, yeah. so when Steven Yeager's like racking them up, like he's he can reshuffle up yeah. at a certain point and and be in in PGA Tour events. Yeah. And then you'd never have to have this stupid relegation bullshit. It should count. Like you, you should just have a a, 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 a a consistent, steady cycle of relegation. How sick would it be if there was like four relegations a year? Be good. Be it adds. It just adds intrigue during when there are weeks that are just dead. Like right? where it seems like, like there are week. no stakes. Yes. It, 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 like why? Why do we love that? Corn Ferry Tour regular season finale so much, right? Because yeah. those like last like two to three guys on the twenty five, it's just drama, right? Um, so, I, you yeah, know, we'll talk about this. We'll talk about element, this on the so. preview show, but you know, yeah. PGL coming in. The, one that, of the so. PGL lines really stuck with me. Yeah. Uh, so that's your uh, those are your Piedmont Rick Lamb. I thought it was impressive. Oh. complete deadpan dial tone kind of guy. Very unemotional. Started breaking down like it's your first major. He's 30 years well, old. He's won on the Corn Ferry Tour. He's been doing it for a while, and he got really couldn't really speak when they asked him. So. Can, can maybe I? I would say that it could be from something else that happened out there. Uh oh! Seems like you have a scandal or something you want to break. What? There was serious animal on animal crime. Lamb beat out Bass. Thomas Bass. What if it's bass? I've never understood. How the bass guitar is spelled bass. Shouldn't it be B- B-A-S-E? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. But Thomas Bass. Yeah, like the fish. Yeah. He got beat by a lamb. Yeah, the that? lamb beat the fish. Who would have guessed? Who, what do you think? Who would you rather go up against? A bass, a largemouth bass, or a, or a lamb? Probably a bass, depending on where I am. Probably a bass. Yeah. They, they I feel like anything. a lamb's got some size that... You know, my kick post of post of problem. Yeah. Like yeah. 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 Uh, all right. At Woodmont, Taylor Pendrith, Dylan Wu, Chris Baker, and Christopher Crawford are your four. Michael Brennan and Brandon Smith are your alternates. Uh, Crawford, I think, is third time getting How through. About a Crawford? Gap Boy. A Gap Boy. His, his Twitter Drexel, handle is at Drexel's Fest. At He's a Good Kid. That's his Twitter handle. What a great, what a great creative. He's a good kid. What's he doing? Like, I don't, he, he's no longer an amateur. I don't see him bouncing around any tours. What does he do? I'm sure the Gap Boys will get after us, but yeah, like, I don't. Let you know. Is he Drexel's greatest player ever in anything? Mm. Oh, they had some basketball players. None, <laughs> uh, Speedy Claxton, right? Speed, oh, Speedy Claxton. I think was, he was No, Drexel. he was Fordham, right? No, he wasn't Fordham. Definitely wasn't for him. I think he was. Uh, you're, are you looking this up or am I? Yeah, I'm looking it up. Hofstra. No, that's Hofstra. his coach now. Uh, God, we are so I close. Went, I thought he went to Drexel. Anyways. Played at um, Hofstra under Jay okay. Wright. Okay. We were Drexel's close. We were knocking on the door. Bruiser Flint. I think he's been a coach there. Yeah, Drexel's got some basketball history. All right, uh, let's move on from uh, where else? Where do you want to go next? New York. A guy who has a chance 
Speaking of this whole corn fairy decision, guy who has a chance to top fifteen. You know who the best basketball say. player in Drexel history is? Who? It's gonna kill me I, when you tell me. Malik who? Rose. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Damian Lee. Currently he's on uh, the Warriors. Yeah, Warriors. he's on the Warriors. Yeah. I think Chris Crawford could hold 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 court with these guys. Yeah. Perhaps. I mean, um, all right. They haven't qualified for three U.S. Opens. Get it. <laughs> Getting back to the Met, the purchase, Century and Oaks and all that stuff up there in, in New York. A guy who has a chance to contend, and by contend I say top 15, make some real money, <laughs> not make some corn fairy tour points. Cameron Young can, keeps it rolling, wins medalist there, uh, blows, blows him out, wins by three. James Hervel, sec- Hervel, Andy Pope, aforementioned, Zach Zabak, who's this been a subject Andy on the show. This is Andy Pope's fifth qualifying in six tries. The last six tries. Glenn Bird so West's finest. That's so hard to do. Just the, the fickle nature of that, like on one day, for 36 holes to do that what every do you year. Think it, there's something in, there's something about his, like, th- that's not... That's not a coincidence anymore. That's a real skill, right? Like right. Stewart, same thing. Yeah. You know, po- Pope, uh, Crawford, like there's something in their DNA about 36-hole qualifiers that they, they just... Yep. Yep. Your alternates um, there are Ben Polland and Rob Oppenheim. Uh, I don't know. Young feels like, I don't know, I'm sure somebody out of Columbus, you know, Van Royen has a chance to really do some day. Like... Young, the way he's going right now, who knows? He could be good top 20. Yet. Will Knights pointed out that Cameron Young hasn't lost in a month to anybody. He lost at Rex Hospital. Wasn't he like T78 or something? You lied to me. I think he was T78 at Rex Hospital. I think. Will says that doesn't count. Oh, okay. All right. Um, what else? Where should we go next? Rolling Hills? I don't know if we plan to just read these off at this point, but Chan Kim, Rakua, Hoshino, Taylor Montgomery, Justin Suh, and Roy Cooties, our buddy Roy Cooties. Oh, and uh, alternates. It's got to be Roy Cooties. He's from Rolling Hills. Do you think he's the head pro there? Or I, that's something? what I'm saying. He played. Yeah, yeah. Home course advantage. Roy Cooties. How about Joe Joe Neuheisel missing out? Rick's boy. He's yeah. alternate one. You know. I was thinking about this. Rick Neuheisel getting hot water for being in a pool. Like, and now you can't like walk 10 feet without getting punched in the face with a gambling advertisement or segment. It's like kind of unbelievable time and place uh, how that's changed. Neuheisel's kid, alternate. He played at uh, Boise State. And Thomas Lim, another alternate. This, uh, sure. I looked into Hoshino. Yeah, he uh, he's won six times. On he's twenty five. He's won six times on, on the Jap- Japan tour. So okay. who knows? Maybe, maybe it seems like the guy can play. Yep. Justin Sub. Uh, maybe this is another guy that like pro golf hasn't gone great for him mm-hmm. since he turned pro comparatively to a lot of his peers that he was in the same kind of breadth as. Um, I think he's from that same class as Cam Young. Uh, maybe this could be a breakout week for him. You know, the get a, get a big finish here, and you know, have it count towards nothing that you're working on on tours. 
Hilton Head, Lawn Cove, John Huh, Sam Ryder, JJ Spawn, Boy. John Spawn. Is John Spawn JJ Spawn? Yeah, I think be, so. Right? Yeah. Why is he going I by can, John? Maybe he's trying to change things up. He, he respawned. Fur. He respawned as John. Wilson Fur and Akshay Batia, Akshay Batia shot the round of the day 65 and then like just held on for dear life and got in out of a playoff to get the last spot with a 73 later in the day. His first major championship. Uh, Zach Sucher and Ben Martin are your alternates. That's who Batia beat in the uh, this, playoff. This is where TPGA went 78-78. He didn't quit. He didn't pull a Roger Sloan walk up. What the happened course. with Martin Trainer seventy one WD? I mean, maybe he started with a quad and double and just quit on the second round, or did he not even? Quad Quad Cummins was in it somewhere. Yeah, he had a because he had a nine, and someone said Quad had a quint. <laughs> Tweeted at us. He was right in the mix. I remember seeing earlier in the day when I was <sighs> poking around. Batia, you know, a lot, lot of fanfare about Batia, but, you know, good on him. He's going through the qualifiers. He's, you know, his first major. He's, what, 19 now, I believe. Um, does that cover all of them? I think we've done them all. We got Washington. We touched all the bases. We there we go. Um, all right. What do you, any, any grand impressions? What, what do you think? What, it, what's your prediction of the, we'll just say, Who's going to be the best finisher, and what's the, what are they going to finish? Because we're really good at picks and predicting stuff like this. I could see Wyndham rewards Clark. Just this big ballpark. Played it probably at the Farmers. That's uh, boring. I can't believe you went with a tour player. Blasting. Is, well, I'm trying to be realistic here. All right. Uh, tour player or non-tour player? Non-tour player. I mean, does Andy Pope count? Does no, do no, Cameron any, Young any, count? any corn, corn fairy tour players count or don't count as uh, as tour? All right, I'll go with Grayson Sig. Go with Grayson Sig. Playing well, playing his lights out. So, and I'll say, say top T nineteen or something like that. All right. How about that? All right. How about That's you? good. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'll go with I'll go with Van Ragen for my tour player. Yeah. That's a good he's pick. Gonna, he's going to get I'm you know, gonna all angry. Okay. And then I'll go with uh, for my... Actually, I'll go with Patrick Rogers for my guy. All right. Fantastic. And then I'll go with... Uh, Dylan Meyer? I, so I think it's a little too big Palmer of a pick. ballpark. <laughs> yeah. Dylan Meyer might all be... Right. It's kind of in that chess review slap hitter role. I compared him when I wrote an article after one of the NCAAs where I compared uh, Nick Hart. He was like the four four receiver that's like four four speed, like big body, <laughs> and uh, Dylan Meyer was like the five eight one sixty five Wes Welker who ran the Slot. Christmas route. Yeah, yeah, ran the Christmas routes, had the best dance. So, but like it had to be in the perfect system for for everything to work out. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll say. Uh, God, I'll go with Cameron Young. That's kind of a cop yeah. out. It's boring. Anything? I, you know, there weren't a hey. ton of amateurs that got in. No, know? there weren't. There weren't at Ralston, all. Ralston, Ralston could make some noise. Like we saw Davis Thompson last year play really well. Spencer Ralston would be one that could play really well this year. Yeah. 
Uh, just some concluding thoughts. Anything, any regions that you feel like are underserved around here in this? I mean, it's hard because they got to pin them to where the PGA Tour stops are. Kind of what the that's why surplus you have of Ohio. Ohio. Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of where uh, that makes sense. Are there court like there's some amusing like I would love to see estates and national just get involved. What happened in to Canoebrook? Well, yeah, they did just the the purchase. I guess was it the Oaks and Century course? Yeah, Canoebrook usually has one. So. Got downsized? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Thirty. It some... would be cool. Go ahead. I I don't know. It'd be amusing to see it at some of the great thirty six hole facilities. You know. And by great, I mean like extraordinarily mediocre 36 hole right. facilities. Like send them up to Boyne and, and Michigan. <laughs> That's got more than 36, but you know, send them there. <laughs> put them out at, uh, put them down in uh, the World Go- or the, the Slammer and the Squire. Cougar Point and Turtle Point, Kiowa, Turtle. which you loved. Um, no, it, it would be fun if they, they threw them all over the place, but. All right, that's it. I mean, this is honestly one of the unique days. I love it. I, I think it's like it's one of the unique days in golf where these guys, these stories actually become headlines. I thought Golf Channel did a great job with it, not to just shower them with praise, but they did. They love seeing them paying attention to that. Shane Bacon was on all day, friend of the program. Damon, friend of the program. I mean, they were up at like 6 a.m. and they did it till midnight, I believe. So it was just good to have that kind of programming back. Um, because it is kind of one of the cooler, more unique days of the season in a, in a, in a season that can get really monotonous, right. And, and sort of milk toast where it's just 72 holes, 72 holes, same names, same names. And, and we'll get to that later tonight with our Palmetto championship preview. So, <laughs> all right. You're giggling over there. What's so funny. Just, just Will's Will's out there. Standing on his tippy toes, taking pictures. All right. All right. Everyone enjoy your Tuesday afternoons, your Wednesday mornings, whenever you're listening to this. We'll be back later. Thanks to the U.S. Open Victory Club. Uh, thanks to, I don't know, USGA sectional qualifying. Great day. We'll, uh, we'll be back with our usual episode later this week.